Japan 2.0. To Japan 2.0. This is your host David and、uh, the other host Matt,、yeah. and we are、uh, transmitting live from、uh, the big canal in Osaka. I don't actually know what the name is. Do you know what it is?、Uh, no. It's, a, it's the canal that goes through Dantambori. It is. Oh, yeah, it is that same one, but we're on it. Yeah, we can see Dantambori from here. We can yeah. See,、uh, we're not roll, far from it. Roller coaster. Well, it's a Ferris wheel. Is it? Yeah, from Don Quixote. I thought it was supposed to be. Is it a Ferris wheel? That's、yeah. an abstract looking Ferris wheel, isn't it? Well, I guess it's an old style Ferris wheel. So we'll、yeah. start with an anecdote. According to Wikipedia,、um, that was supposed to be active and like on the launch day of that Don Quixote. It was supposed to be something you actually rode, but the, like, there w a s all these protests and people said it was too dangerous and like the city government like, shut it down like, the day. I don't know if people actually got to ride it for a couple turns or if it. Caused so much controversy that it never was actually rode, but I want to say they said ro- it's a ride. I don't think it's a Ferris wheel nor a roller coaster. It's both <laughs> at the same time, maybe. A I don't know. Ro- yeah, it is a very roller、unique. wheel. Maybe, maybe the whole thing doesn't move. Maybe it's just the,、um, the、um, I don't know, toboggans or whatever. <laughs> I don't,、yeah. what, what, do you, what would you call that?、Uh, toboggan is not the right word. Oh man, what are those things called when you gondola? Go, gondola, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Good job. <laughs>、um, well, that's the preview because if you don't know what Don Quixote is, keep listening to Japan 2.0 because I eventually want to talk about it in one of our segments. Well, that'll be our segment this time. We might as well do it. All right, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Because、well, so, the Don Quixote、uh, like, mascot looks a lot like a、oh, Pokemon. Pokemon,、yeah. which, as if you read the title, that is today's episode. So wait a bit and we'll get to the Don Quixote segment halfway through. But the main thing we're talking about are Pokemon. Yeah, well, Pokemon Go was released in Japan and it's finally out.、Mm. Um, there were a lot of rumors as to why it kept, it was,、uh, kept being delayed in、here. the home、yeah. of Pokemon. I mean, this is where, you know, I mean, but I suppose Ninantic, the game company that released Pokemon Go and made Pokemon Go,、um, they're not an. They're not、uh, Japanese. Are they not Japanese? No. I think、uh, they're maybe European. Huh. But I could be wrong. They might be from the States. So I, I played their big previous release, which was called Ingress.、Um, a friend of ours, Akagai, got me into it about three years ago. And I really, really like that. And at the heart, at least the, the Pokestop element, which we'll get into later, that, that's really Ingress. And、yeah. like, I think they use a lot of the same photos and stuff, even from Ingress for that,、uh, which is really the part that gets you to go out and explore cities and. Well, it's a great idea. If you have all that information, all that data, and you know where people congregate and hang out,、yeah. uh, and you could just make it a Pokestop, you know, or you can make it a,、um, uh, you know, a place where people will catch their Pokemon, I mean,、mm-hmm. it was a great idea. I mean, how do you feel when, like, we. There was a time where Matt and I, I think, you know, really liked Japan, and we especially liked media coming out of Japan, video games, and. You know, Japan was getting everything first, sometimes a year or two before we would get it back in our home country, the US. And、uh, since I've lived here, there's been a couple releases that, like, 
first of all, even just like an international release always makes you feel like, man, I moved out here, you know, so I could get all that cool exclusive stuff early. But even more of like a slap in the face is there's been a couple things where like Japan gets it later. And for me, usually it's been a day or, or a week later. And yeah, it's, it's more of a, like I said, uh, kind of a, a diss than anything else. But this one felt pretty bad. Like, well, because there's so much hype and we had to just read about it. And, yeah, and it seemed like people were pumped and ready to go polka <laughs> hunting. And I, and I think with all the news that was coming out of the States, you know, how it was a big phenomenon, which I don't think anybody could have expected, you know. So I don't. I think there's Japan 2.0 recorded history of this. Go back and, and listen and, and tell us. But I almost want to say like we're. I showed a trailer when the trailer came out. I want to say about a year ago in one of my classes. I was being a, a bad teacher. I actually think it was like during the break, and uh, kids went nuts for it. They were like, they're 11th graders, so they're 17 years old, and my kids never get excited about games ever. Like I'm always bringing up games and stuff, and they're always like, yeah, yeah okay. Like they play uh, just normal, boring iPhone games, you know. And uh, they were like, this is amazing. And uh, do you know that trailer? It's, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. cheesy. And it's the one that like, was like a Super Bowl commercial or something, and, and they had like the the dad and the son are running up a hill chasing a Pokemon, right? Uh, it's like, like it's in the they're in their environment. It's just like these really cool people, like very like urban, like San Francisco, like white people, like seeing Pokemon, like very awesome graphics. You know, it's, it's all like the real world, and it's it's like the future is now kind of thing. And I remember like having to tell the kids, like you know, the know you're getting all excited, like but like you get that it's not that. Like you're just holding your phone up, right, and you see it through your camera, and they're like, yeah, but that's awesome. And I remember thinking like why is this getting them and definitely feeling like I knew something that they didn't like the game was gonna not be that successful and not be that great and like really you guys are getting excited for this this one it's, I thought it was gonna fail or I thought it was just gonna be like any Pokemon game you know which which is a big deal sorry not a failure but uh it's no, definitely not a failure yeah, as po- far as Pokemon games are, aren't failures but like just just normal you know just a normal Pokemon game but well, this is like unprecedented. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was I, wrong. <laughs> it's all right to be wrong sometimes, David. I mean, you're usually the right one on our podcast. Um, I, I saw the trailer and I thought I had a different opinion. I, I'm not as I, I liked and I enjoyed the original Pokemon games. I think I played up to like whatever Gold and Silver, the second generation of Pokemon, and uh, I was I was a big fan of those games. I really enjoyed them. Um, but there's such a time sink, you know. Yeah. I knew, like, when was I ever going to get to play, right? So when I saw that first trailer, I mean, I had reservations. I didn't think it was going to be the greatest game of all time yeah. or anything like that. But I did think, oh, well, maybe this will get me playing Pokemon again. Really? Yeah. And, um, it seemed like too much of a gimmick to me. Like, things Nintendo have been doing lately have been really gimmicky, you know, like the Wii and now the Wii U. I just felt like I've seen these kind of trailers before where they're like they paid some huge marketing company and it just felt too flashy like too I don't know cheesy is the word it keeps going to mind but well I, I mean my opinion was the wait and see approach you right. know I was gonna wait I was gonna see what the game looked like I was gonna see what it was you were doing when I heard it was tied to Ingress like I tried to play Ingress Ingress uh, once and I couldn't really get into it. It's just a lot of geometric shapes and colors. It's and really things, clunky. And it's not, yeah, the interface is not great. Um, and it, I think the, the thing about Pokemon that's really appealing is you're capturing things 
when you're in locations, you know, yeah. like real life locations. Yeah, yeah. And also, they're putting specific animals near or Pokemon near Certain locations areas. that would be suited Apt. for this. Yeah, yeah, this sort of thing. We should save it for later. But my initial impression is I don't find that to be super true. Like, I live by the beach, right? And I get a Magikarp often, and some Krabbies, but not not as much as like the ones that everyone gets, like Eevees and Pidgey. Mm-hmm. I still get those the most. And I would expect living so close to the beach that I would get more water ones. And maybe I do a little bit more than the average person or whatever, you know? But I'd, I kind of expected, like, I'm going to go to the beach and everything's going to be water. I heard if you go out at nighttime, fairy Pokemon, which I, I don't even know which ones are, but I heard, like, those ones come out. I would have thought it would have been a little bit more geographic-based. Mm. What do you think so far? you think it's, like, really that? No, oh, I think it does a little. a little. I mean, I, I went to Nagai Park, which yeah. is a park not far from my home, and um, my wife and I rode out there, and we started playing, and there were all sorts of Pokemon we hadn't seen before. Yeah. You know, like, it was a big difference. Um, so I do think that they, I think for places where there's maybe not a lot of foot traffic, you get a lot of the feeder Pokemon. I call them feeder Pokemon because <laughs> I would feed them to my Snorlax. You but know? have you been to other big areas, like... For me, when I go to big areas, and the first big area I went to, which was Sanomiya for me in Kobe, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I, th- I thought, like, these were unique to Sanomiya or maybe a city or something like that. But since then, I've been to, like, Umeda and Namba. I kind of see similar, you know, I, I wonder if um, it wasn't just because I was in an area with a bunch of lures and there's Pokemon everywhere that because the number was higher that, yeah, of course I was seeing new ones, you know? Well, I don't know how true this is, but... Um I heard that if you go to different countries, yeah. there are country-specific Pokemon yep. that you could so, only get through hatching eggs I have or one, going to I have one of the Japanese country. ones. Farfetch'd, his name is? Oh, yeah. 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 It's yeah. Not is, he the, is he the rare Japanese one? Yeah. He yeah. carries a Negi. Yeah. I should have known with the Negi. Uh, onion. Green onion. But uh, he's kind of lame. He's a duck. He's, he was low-powered. But yeah, Liz is, Liz is telling me that, that uh, every country has their own. Yeah, I heard in um, you get all the um, kangaroo kind of type Pokemon in Australia. In Australia. What about the U.S.? The you know? U.S. has a buffalo. Ah, okay. Yeah. So um, I guess that makes sense, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a stereotype, but I mean, that's where the animals <laughs> roam, you know? Yeah. So I, I like that. <laughs> Mr. Mime is supposedly the European uh, okay. character. Why is that European? Because he's a mime is French. French? Yeah. Oh. So, um... <laughs> I was expecting more. It's just like bad stereotyping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so I, I, I think that we should go with, like, we kind of talked about what we thought maybe before was going to happen. Both Matt and I downloaded it for the American release, which was about a week or two before the Japanese release. So even though I was kind of, like, making fun of it, I still, like, day one, got, you know, I was very curious about it. And we sat and we waited and we waited and we waited. And then finally, last Friday, it came out. And, like, right away, you know, first couple hours did you download it at work did you wait till you got home oh yeah the second i saw that it was out i downloaded it i mean i was gonna play it no matter what i wanted yeah. to check out yeah. you know and see what um you know see what the game was all about so if, like, it, if it had rpg elements and stuff you know those were the things i was curious about i didn't know how the battling was gonna work or the um uh or capturing pokemon and i mean it kind of fascinated me if, if you stick yeah if you have to walk around your city to catch something that you really want sure you know that's to me that's a fun game yeah so 
we'll get. I want to hold off. But like, what was your first like? You know, first hour of the game. What did you think? Do you think like, oh yeah, this is great, or this is not what I thought, or? <laughs> well, I was one of those guys that kept booting it up. You know, just every day to see. Yeah, it I was doing it too. On. I was doing it and, too. Um, and actually, I mean, having that that time kind of hyped me for it a little bit more. I also, hearing too. the news yeah. as well. well we, yeah, Maybe we didn't go in blind. We knew it was a massive hit before we got it, right? Right, of course. Yeah. But we read a lot of, like, we read Kotaku and IGN and all that stuff. So, I mean, we're pretty... I was more interested in, like, the phenomenon behind it than the actual game, to be honest. And uh, the thing I started searching after a while was just I just wanted to see... What does it look like? Like, are people really standing out in corners and parks and things? And the coolest video I saw before was uh, all these people in Times Square or Central Park in New York running across the street because, like, I don't know, they said like a rare Pokemon appeared, you know? And it's about 100 people, and it was really late at night. And that to me was like, this is the States, you know, somewhere that's pretty spread out um, population wise. And there's all these people together, even in New York, you know? I don't know, Japan's gonna be insane. So, this will kind of be a theme of the show, but like, Matt and I have heard so much about all these crazy things in Japanese games that we've never got to experience. Um, I think about things like the, I, I don't know how true they all are, but just hearing like the 100 yen coin, they had to like print more of them when arcades came out here, you know, because arcades are such a big deal, everyone was using coins, or Dragon Quest 3, I wanna say, like that they had to like not sell it on school days because kids are going have you heard all these rumors no they still release Dragon Quest games on I think Sundays yeah yeah, yeah. because people will skip work yeah Um, so like hearing all that and just you know it's kind of quintessential Japanese gaming stuff and as far as I know there hasn't been something like that in years and I really feel like this is on that kind of level you know Um, Japanese public schools have been sending out before the game came out Letters to how to like keep your kids healthy and put a sunscreen on them and make sure they have water before, <laughs> before the game came out. They sent like so the government, the government, like, sick and stuff. Yeah, the government has been sitting at home. So, like, funny. when I heard that, I was like, all right, this is like official, you know. Yeah, and I mean, it was huge, especially the first day when it came out. Everybody was on their phone, and uh, I, I mean, I guess it was in, it came out in the afternoon. I got off of work, and when I, I got home, my wife had downloaded the game and um she wanted to see what it was about because she in, in her new circles she had heard a lot about pokemon yeah. and uh she's not a gamer and so when she does get into games you know it's um it's kind of like something we need to do i think you, you kind of have a similar experience oh, this with, is a the other huge thing i want i want to talk about is i i think that these people are girl why sorry wives um not necessarily girls even but the three anecdotes i know um, would be our, our friend Julie and my wife and Liz's sister Crystal they're all higher levels than I am uh, <laughs> yeah. they all are way more into it than I am and that's insane because I can't remember the last game any of them has ever like talked about or played Liz of, most of them has played games but uh, never like this Yeah, and it's insane like it's, I'm curious how like you're a gamer like I, of my gamer friends, you're the only other one who really likes it. A lot of my gamer friends have kind of been like, nah, like, yeah, I tried it. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, which is fascinating. Yeah, but I think there's reasons for that. Yeah. And I think the um, one big reason is I am an explorer, an mm-hmm. urban explorer. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. know, like I love, 
I love running around the city and finding new nooks and crannies and just going down a street I've never been down before. Mm. Not because there's anything down that street. I'm pretty yeah. good at navigating a city. But, um, uh, but at the same time, I think that... Um, it's cool when you have something to go down the street for. You know, now you have, like, a bit of a reason. What about geocaching, Matt? Uh, so, yeah, it's similar to geocaching. <laughs> yeah. And actually, my wife, she was into geocaching as well. I think well. about geocaching yeah, a lot. So, yeah. Emily wanted to go geocaching with me. Um, and I I would go with her, but there are things about geocaching <laughs> I don't like. The Pokemon uh, doesn't have those problems. They, they don't, it doesn't have those problems. I thought problems, about you yeah. a lot and how it's not, uh, there's no dark... Uh, crevices to stick your hand in yes exactly (laughs) so i I like geocaching but i don't like to put my hand under like park benches and stuff because for one it's kind of gross and for two i don't need any japan has a whole lot of like venomous spiders and Mm. and and uh, centipedes and stuff and i'm not gonna stick my (laughs) hand they have venomous caterpillars i'm not sticking my hand under any park bench throw a pokeball at venomous yeah, I don't thing. care because yeah. it's an AR character, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's, um, I mean, it was a great social thing. I mean, my wife and I, we went out to, um, we said, well, where should we go to test this game out? And we yeah. went to... Um, this is the first night. This is yeah, the yeah. first night. We uh, walked over to the, um, we were just walking to a 7-Eleven to get some beers and, and sit down in a park or something. And as we were walking, we just kept seeing the pokey stops showing up. Yeah, yeah. And we kept walking and walking and walking. Did you know what to do? Soon. I didn't know what to do with pokey stop. Oh uh, well, I figured I figured out. Like I was like, well, I was trying to swipe it, and then it started spinning. I was like, oh okay, I just gotta spin it, I guess. And then, um, do you know you don't have to touch the bubbles? Huh? Yeah, you just zoom out and it, it'll I just, pop I just, them all. For the first couple of days, I was always touching them all. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I was doing that too. Yeah. There's a lot of secrets and a lot of stuff that isn't explained, but yeah. that's part of the fun, and you learn it from your friends. Well, do you? Uh, I'll stop you there. Like I told this, it kind of reminds me of you know us gamers know games like Demon Souls and stuff. Yeah. In that, there's no directions. There's, so, but you need to like talk to people. Do you think that was the intent of the Pokemon creators? Do you think it was just lazy game design? No, I think it was the intent. I think they, think I, was, I think they could have had a tutorial at the beginning, uh-huh. and they didn't really. It's just that you see the professor, and he says, "Oh, well, get into it," you know. Yeah. And um, I think that's great. Like, I, I don't like being spoon-fed everything, and I think that also keeps people talking about it. Of course, you and I like that. Like, that's a gamer thing, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, but I think it's a puzzle. Like it is that Dark Souls puzzle, and I'm not comparing this to Dark Souls because people, uh, video game people, are going to be angry with me. Yeah. But, um, well, I just think it is in this. There's no no guidance. Yeah, direction. there's no guidance. But I think that um, for non gamers, it, it's it's getting them to talk to gamers and getting them to talk to people who like their children and mm. ask them like, well, how come you get all these great Pokemon? What am I doing wrong? You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. you could. There's going to be a lot of people asking those questions, and I think it's that it's been cool conversations, right? They like have like girls coming to me, like, "How do you get a Charizard?" And I'm like, personally, I actually, I haven't really messed around Pokemon too much, but I know just because I'm in that culture, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh well. It's that <laughs> playground talk that we used to have, you know, back in the day. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Like where we used to trade Zelda tips and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they really, we haven't had that in a long time. You yeah, know, not yeah. a lot of games are that way, and especially games geared towards like children and mm. uh an all ages game which yeah, you yeah. know i think this game is despite oh. the the what? 
uh, the road hazards and yeah. Well, at the end, <laughs> the, the, I, those types of hazards. I mean, I guess like, we're kind of just going willy nilly, but like as the days set in, you know, finish your story with you and your wife. You know. Oh I yeah, wanna, yeah. I, I was just gonna, ages, no, so. that's okay. But yeah, we were just. Uh, I mean, we just continued. Um, uh, searching for Pokemon, and we went all the way to uh, a park near our house. Um, uh, it's a big temple. It's kind of a famous temple in Osaka. It's called uh, Sumiyoshi Taishe. Hmm. And Sumiyoshi Taishe is the big, it's a big orange bridge, and there's like a, a shrine and everything. And we were over there, and we, there were a number of Pokestops, and we were spinning our thing, and then we saw all these lures. It was a park, and it was a park, and at this point it was probably about 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And we go out to Did the you park. know like What a lure was I didn't know what a lure was Until a couple of days No then. it was just yeah. things Where It was Sakura yeah, blossoms Yeah Sakura right? blossoms yeah, Were yeah. falling everywhere And so uh, We went to the park And then we saw A couple of teenagers And then we saw A couple of older Older folks Coming up, coming by yeah. And then we saw A couple of kids And then all of a sudden In a period of like 20-25 minutes The park was full Of yeah. Just people playing Pokemon, and it was one of those phenomenons where I was like, it I, looked like a concert was going to go on. I couldn't in the park a boring concert with people staring at their phones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because like we were seeing tons of people too, and I just kept going like, do you think they're playing? Liz is like they're playing Pokemon. Look at they're all everyone's playing Pokemon. Like this is a massive phenomenon. I, I didn't want to believe it because you know, I don't know about Japan, but like people are walking more in Japan, and everyone's on their phone all day anyway, right? So like it actually doesn't look that different. No, people, you know, it's crowded here always, and people are on their phone. But the way you really know is they're doing the flick, you know, the pokeball. And oh yeah, yeah, And I was, I was just walking around looking at people's screens. I couldn't believe it, you know. So many people were yeah, playing Pokemon. Yeah, we went to our first place where it's just like a hundred people, you know, packed in a dense area because there's like six lures going off, and uh, I was staring at their screens. Everyone's in the zone. You can do whatever you want. You can mug someone you know like people are doing back home and people aren't going to realize when Pokemon are flying around yeah um, yeah have you felt at all that it's like dangerous or that you're like stuck this is the first thing ever where I felt some kind of guilt about um, looking at my phone or being in my phone where did we go I think I went to Osaka. Yeah, I went to Umeda area around Osaka. It's the area I love, and I get so excited every time I go anywhere in Osaka. I really like going to the big city. And, like, there were so many Pokemon, and we leveled up, like, four levels in, like, an hour or two. And I was just thinking, like, I spent an hour or two in this area I love, and, like, I hadn't, like, taken my head up off of the phone. And, like, I'm one of those people. Yeah, it's Pokemon. It's new. It's great. And some people, it's text messaging, or some people, that's, like, an everyday thing. But I was like, I'm kind of becoming like a person that I've criticized and, and don't like, and I don't, I don't think it's gonna stick. You know, I think I'm, I'm gonna play it for like a month or two, and that's it. But like, I don't know, I, something about it has actually really bothered me for the first time ever with mm. like technology. I, I do. I'm. It's a love hate thing, you know. I mean, it does look like when you go to a park where everybody's playing, it's yeah. like a park full of zombies. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I, I mean, I being a gamer, what does it matter if you're staring at a, um, a screen in a pizza place or if you're staring at a screen in front of your television? In front of your television, yeah. if you're playing a DS in front of your television. <laughs> no, I, but I don't. I don't really feel like there's... I think that mobile phones, just the gameplay is not as great. 
And I think that's why you don't see as many people, like, just playing games all day. I mean, there's people that play, like, the puzzle games, Candy Crush, and all that stuff. And I know those are multi-billion dollar hits. But but I don't think that, like, most people are on their way somewhere playing a game. I think this game, it does... I mean, there were a couple of times where, like, my wife and I were riding our bikes, and we had our Pokemon Go's going, and we were just great, you know. Oh, wait, we got to catch a Pokemon, you know. And um, it's not safe, you know. Hmm. I I mean, I'll agree with those, with that. But um, I heard a lot of talk. I don't have a problem with like people walking around playing Pokemon as as long as they're trying to be careful, you know. I mean, I heard all this talk about you know people getting hit by cars and falling down stairs and this is dumb you know people have always wanted to make video games seem like this violent bad thing yeah um I do think it's dangerous especially if you're not good at multitasking but there's like the Pokemon Go Plus which is like the little wrist thing you wear where it lets you know when Pokemon go off and you can catch them with it and yeah that's that's gonna be a big toy for Christmas yeah that'll be a big deal but like it, it is more I don't, I don't want to use the word dangerous but like I've found myself more than anything else I do, whether it's playing on my Vita or DS or just texting someone, like, running into stuff or, like, having kind of, like, near misses with, like, a bike going by or, um... Yeah. But, I mean, the, the one thing about this game is... With I don't the blame DS, the game at with all. With the DS or Vita, you're going to sit down and you're going to probably play it. Yeah. This game does require you to move, and mm-hmm. it does require you to go into places. So, I think that there are some some fine-tuning that they could do to the game that could alleviate some of these problems. Mm. I think um, I think if you, they widen the, the range that where Pokemon will appear, like, I feel like you have to walk quite, quite a ways before you start generating, like, the Pokemon. Mm. If it was, like, you could be in your house and just doing the dishes and doing vacuuming and stuff and the Pokemon will show up every once in a while, even if it's just the crappy ones, yeah. I think that would keep people... A little more stationary or, or yeah. you know, not walking out into traffic. But, mm. I mean, I think that is, like, a, a hazard that comes with the game because it does require you to have it on. Yeah. And it requires oh, you to move. The screen has to be on is my biggest, one of my biggest annoyances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wish it could just be on in the background. That, and then great and fine. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the screen, to get any walking or anything, the screen has to be on. Luckily, I have the closed, um, I have a, a cover yeah. that closes. Yeah. And so, for me, it's kind of like turning it off, other than it still drains my battery yeah. just this fast. Well, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I just care the battery's being drained. But here's some time for uh, some pro tips, and then maybe we'll take a break. Okay. So, you were saying before that, you know, there's a lot of tips out there and stuff. One I have is that there's a low-power mode in the game. You know about that? Oh, no, I haven't uh, checked that out yet. So, uh, your phone, if you have an Apple phone at least, there's a low-power mode, low-battery mode. But in the actual game, the Pokemon game, if you go to settings, there's a mode called low power mode and what it does is it uses the uh like the, the selfie camera so i don't know what that one's called but and it knows that if it's far away from your face it'll just turn the screen off so the game is on but the screen is but the dim. ar doesn't doesn't it's, work it's oh well well the screen just dims automatically so it goes oh, okay. it's not totally black if you look really closely you can still see it's there but it puts it down to like incredibly dark darker than you can do in your own settings okay now I've also, like, had my phone freeze a lot, and I don't know if it's because it's on that low-power mode. Like, I, I go to back to the game, and it's just black, so I can't get it off black. I have to, like, shut down the app. Okay. So there could be some da- danger in that as well, but it, it substantially helped my battery a lot. Uh, my second and last tip is uh, turn off VR mode. Have you done that? 
No. Okay. It's uh, you probably haven't noticed because it's the only time you can do it is when you're catching Pokemon. You can't do it in the settings. So when a Pokemon comes out, just wait till there's a crappy one. And in the top right, there's a little switch that says uh, AR, and you just click that switch, and it'll turn off the cameras. Okay. Now, first of all, it's gonna say battery. Again, second of all, it's way easier to catch Pokemon um, because you don't have to find them. They're always just right in front of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it creates its own, like, generated background. So okay. it looks like a video game. Okay, cool. Um, so it's not, like, just black or anything. Uh, but, yeah, that, that'll save a lot of battery, and it makes it a lot easier to catch Pokemon. Those are my two tips. Do you have any tips? I have one pro tip. All right. Um, one is, <laughs> this is kind of cheating, but um, you, you you know about this one oh, already. Oh, yeah. So um, I realized that if you want to incubate eggs, you have to do a lot of walking, right? That's my but, favorite part of the game, by the way. Yeah, I like the eggs a lot. I like the eggs a lot, yeah. too. Uh, if you have a turntable, you could uh, spin the turntable, put your phone on, and let it go around and around and around, and your character on the game will run in circles. And so until they get this, you know, they might figure out this trick out and take it out of the game. But uh, if you have a turntable and uh, you want to incubate some eggs and you're vacuuming or something... <laughs> Put it on your turn table right. and let it go for a spin. So at first I saw that and I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like, I love walking and it, it's gotten us. Liz and I are very, very mobile anyway. I think we walk on average like four miles a day. I've checked out my phone before. But um, we've gone like crazy. I mean, we've been walking like eight, nine, ten miles a day every day, carrying a baby and stuff too. Wow. Um, so I didn't want it to take away from that. Like, I like the whole walking thing. However, I do feel it's kind of cheap because you have to be in the app again. And, you know, I, I just walked probably two or three miles before I met up with you. And I didn't have the game on and I'm not getting credit for that. So I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going to do the vinyl thing when I get home. But do you not feel it's bad for your turntable? Because we, we put two on at least and we have bigger, a little bit bigger phones than you. But it was going pretty slow. Your turntable was? Yeah, it was definitely going slower than, than normal, and I felt like, I don't know. Because it was the... Um, the weight of... The weight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, well, I you feel this in times about two with cases on, and, like, basically, like, a 45 speed was going, like, 33. That's that's much slower. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I was like, I don't know if I want to put that much wear and tear. I, I don't know yeah. if you want to put a 45 speed. You'll probably fly off your turntable. No, I'll stay down. Yeah. Um... I mean, I, I did it with one. Yeah. I, I was doing it with two, and I have a portable. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, it's also belt drive turntable, so, um, yeah, I don't think it's oh. there, it's going to damage anything. I mean, I don't know your, your specific turntable, if yeah. it will. It's supposed to be all right for scratching and stuff, too. I was surprised. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah, uh, that's nice. <laughs> our pro tips at Pokemon Go. We'll come back, and I kind of just want to talk about, like, the... Uh, cultural phenomenon you know and things that i've seen while being out that i've never really seen before and you have anything else yeah i have a few things to talk about so when we come back from the break and our segment uh we'll talk more pokemon go and we'll be back after this back and uh today we're going to talk about know your chain uh we talked about it a little bit at, in the first at segment the beginning yeah, yes so i used mentioned. to i used to hear this i think i heard it 
in a podcast before, but I couldn't spell it actually. Like I tried searching for it, and I was like, it wouldn't come up. And the name of the place, in case you didn't catch it, is Don Quixote. And it's spelled. I think my problem was uh, the second part is spelled with a Q. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the character from the yeah, book, yeah, right? Yeah, and Don Quixote is kind of. I think in Don Juan. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, da, he's like a legend, uh, Hispanic Latino legend, right? Don Quixote. Now, I don't really know who Don Quixote. Is. <laughs> I know who Don Juan is, but right. I don't know who Don Quixote. Is. I feel like he was a real person, like an explorer, a Spanish explorer, or something like that. Okay, I, maybe I have a lot of editing to do here, but. Uh, I think this place is a little bit divisive for Japanese people and for my friends that I've told. I, I really like Don Quixote a lot. Um, my first year I went here, I went there a lot. And I don't find myself going just because I don't really live near one. But uh, what is it? How would you describe it? Well, I would describe it as a bit like a mix between a Walmart That's good. That's and good. a candy shop. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I, whenever I go to Don Quixote... Sprinkle some Japanese in there. Yeah, or, or maybe like a... Um, do you remember... Was it Pick and Save? We don't have those around. Uh, I, I don't know. Like a, a place that sells... Like a Ross. A place that might sell like things that are not um, being sold in the other retailers, you know, like yeah. the second kind of wave, you know. <laughs> they're like, not oh, used, they're still new. Yeah, everything's new, yeah. but it's not the stuff that's sold in like the big stores. <laughs> <laughs> Don Quixote has a lot of like cultural connotations to it. Uh, one reason why Walmart is apt is because it's very like low brow culture. It's it's trashy. It's incredibly trashy. But well, as an, they don't maintain the buildings that well. Yeah, um, I would say they're, they're kind of cluttered. They're not run down. They're they're jam packed. It's a sensory overload. I think it's uniquely Japanese. Um, for me, it's like a chance to meet. I want to do an episode on this later, but like Yankee culture, which is like the white trash of Japan, basically. Um, and but there's some pride behind that term. I guess that's white trash. There's some pride. Some people might wear that proudly, right? I guess so. Yeah. Some people, I don't know. some people like being Yankee. Anyway, you walk into this store and you're gonna see these people we're calling Yankee, which are like super tan, bleached hair. I've had bleached hair, but this is like the orangey color, you know? Uh, orange skin. A lot orange skin. A lot of track pants, matching track tops and bottoms, and uh, which I don't know, is like cool. And I'm interested in that side of Japan. And yeah, you go there and you'll you'll see people just doing their own thing in there. Not to mention the store, for me, is incredibly useful. It's always, like, 5% cheaper than everywhere else. And I've heard they maintain that by only hiring, like... I don't know if they're illegal immigrants, but pretty much mostly non-Japanese people work there. A lot of, like, Koreans and Chinese people. Um, and I don't know if they pay them, you know, below legal pay or whatever. But it's kind of a sketchy place and like, their, their business practices. Yeah. But it is really, really cheap. I... I don't think, like, the stuff doesn't look... When I go to Ross, I'm like, all right, this, everything looks a little rough around the edges, and, like, I, I question if Ross is, like, new or used, you know? But I feel like this place is, like, bright and bubbly, and it's, it's wild. Well, and I mean, they have a... I mean, we should kind of get into what you could buy there. Uh, I mean, what can't you buy there? I mean, there's... To start. It, well, uh, Don Quixote usually is uh, multiple floors, usually about five or six floors. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first floor is always, like, the... Um, Just makeup? Tourist stuff. Like, I find, like, the first one always has, like, the candies, the food, the... Um, Not all of them like, have food, by the way. 
uh, no, you no, I know. If you, but in the touristy areas, like mm-hmm. we're here on yeah, um, Don Tambori, Don Tambori, they they have like all the tour. They're catering to tourists. Yeah. So you could get like the special Kit Kats. Yeah. You could get like all these regional foods that mm-hmm. they have. Um, regional snacks, so you could take stuff back home to your families um, if you're returning home. Um, they and then on the they have makeup, they have um, uh, mine clothing. Has, mine has um, not all its clothing on the first floor, but they'll have a lot of like Armani and Gucci stuff there. It's it's all real, like it's not fake. It's very expensive. Um, that's the funny thing about it too is like yeah, Walmart would never carry like those crazy expensive brands, you know. But um, I think it's a place They have like that does, $40 dollar underwear at, at yeah, I think it caters to probably like um, Probably like Chinese tourism Which is on the rise And you know a lot of times people You know if you're on your way to the airport You don't have a lot of time And you want to get something Gucci You know I suppose, uh, You yeah. go to the Don Quixote Yeah but uh, I find a lot of their stuff is really cheap. I mean, I bought so tow- cheap, towels yeah. there for like 500 yen. I've bought. Um, There's a lot of things you can only get there. For example, like American dryer sheets. That's the only place I know to get them. I'll buy them there. Certain detergents as well. They carry a lot of like import products, actually. Yeah. Uh, the ones out in Tokyo have a really good beer selection. They carry a lot of craft beers. Um, it's it's import hard alcohols too, like yeah. whiskeys and. We're trying to categorize like it for you just. That's like what you want if you've never been there, but you really can't. I mean, it's got some nice things to it, like I was saying, and it's got some weird like, things. Yeah, there's like a whole like sex shop section there. Like, it'll be like right. I never forget the first time I went, we're looking at like bath soaps, and then I, I was like, whoa, that, that is not <laughs> bath soap anymore. And it, there was no like, hey, you're entering the dark zone or anything, you know, it was just there. Um, that to me was always pretty shocking about Don Quixote. They always um, have a good selection of Halloween costumes as well. That's all year round, I think, right? Well, I, they have a lot of costumes year round, but yeah, yeah. Halloween costumes during Halloween, yeah. uh, they they're probably one of the only big retailers that carry a wide selection. Yeah, I love the music. Can you think of the song in your head? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was Don 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 Donkey. Don Quixote. Oh, that's I wonder if we could get that for like a song. That'll be our song for the show. Yeah, it's a good song. But yeah, Don Quixote. I don't know. I really like it. I told our friend Tom, who's been on the show, go listen to the beer episode. And famously, I told him on his trip, I get like a two day trip. And one of my things to do was go to Don Quixote because I felt like. On a couple day vacation, you're not gonna get to see that side of Japan. You know, you're gonna see this very clean touristy side. And Don Quixote is kind of like it serves a bit of the underbelly. It serves everyone, but it'll give you a chance to see these kind of special these Yankee people that you're not gonna see in touristy areas. Yeah. And uh, I remember he famously came back and was like, "Why did you tell me to go to a grocery? It's just like a a shop. Like, I don't want I don't want to see that." Well, I remember, like, my first or my second trip to Tokyo, I went to one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I had so much fun. I mean, I put on some funny funny hats and yeah, yeah, yeah. took photos and stuff. And I, I was staying with some couch surfers. So, um, uh, yeah, we were, we had a, a great time in there. And they were really excited to go and, mm. like, show me all the yeah. crazy Japanese people stuff. think it's funny, too, if you tell yeah. your friends, you know. Anyway, check out Don Quixote. Uh, look forward to that song. I guess you're hearing it now. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back with the next segment. See ya.
we're back, and we're back to our uh, Pokemon talk. We are. Uh, the Don Quixote, we didn't talk about how the, the logo looks like a Pokemon. But that's why we picked it for this episode. Yeah. One of the reasons. Yeah, it does. It looks like, yeah, that would be cool. He's a penguin Are Pokemon. there any Pinky, penguin Pokemon and Pokemon Go? I don't, I don't, know. I don't so. know. Like, yeah. I, I know it's the first 150 Pokemon. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. The, 151. Yeah, it's or 130 yeah. or something yeah. like that. But um, I did read that they were going to... Um, they were going to add, add more yeah, of the new oh. more recent ones. Yeah. Though, well, that'll, we'll talk about that. that. Let's save that to the end. I want yeah. to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you were saying that this has caused a lot of phenomenons. I think it's, I would call it a cultural phenomenon at this point. It's been out here under a week. And, like, the thing I mentioned with the schools and just seeing all day, every day, everyone playing Pokemon, talking about Pokemon, uh, I've had a big joke with Liz that like I've gone out in areas and I just look at my phone and start flicking and then I just yell out Pikachu or, or Snorlax and just watch everyone run. Does it work? Oh, it works very well. But then I feel I'm not a very uh, I'm, I'm a pretty shy person, so I just walk the other way. You know, I don't want to see. It happened to us first. A guy was at uh, Osaka Station with his kid. He started yelling Pikachu, Pikachu, and looking at his phone, and we freaked out because I really want a Pikachu, of course. And uh, then I was like, all right, that's going to be my new thing. So I'm going to start going to crowded areas where there's um, uh, lures. I'm going to start yelling out rare Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, yeah. Um. my high school self coming out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, like, I was sitting at a cafe, uh, streamers, the other day, and there was a 60- to 70-year-old couple next to me. And the game's only been out for a couple days, so it's not even, like, hit critical mass yet. And they're playing Pokemon and, like... You were talking about the age earlier, and I don't know, man. Like, there isn't really an age. I see a lot of like old people playing. Well, the I game. said it was for our kind of yeah, all yeah, ages. I'm sure they they meant that, but yeah. it's insane the amount of old people playing it. It's awesome. And I, we were saying, girl, like girls before, and maybe not wouldn't play games. The girls we know, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a bit of a the Wii thing, where yeah. you know it brings in a lot of gamers because it's a simple game to play. Mm. And I don't know if people are necessarily going to graduate to um, more complicated games or different games but I mean it is getting people who probably haven't played a video game in many years to give it a shot again you know you think they'll play other Pokemon I think that'd be the first step would be like alright when there's some new I think Sun and Moon or something coming out uh, soon actually I wonder if they're gonna play that and be disappointed you know I think it's gonna be yeah I think it's gonna rejuvenate the franchise yeah um, I think that um, it's gonna be a great way to advertise for the new games mm. um, I think a lot of people are not gonna graduate to um, oh like especially like you were saying 70 year old you know yeah. 50 50 year old people you know who don't have a lot of time or working all the time you know they're not probably not gonna buy a DS to play a Pokemon game yeah but uh, will it get them to do in-app purchases and stuff like that? Probably, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're making ton of money on, on this I, stuff. You two, know, I heard two million a day. Yeah, but I mean, it's only gonna. I think it's right. only gonna go up from there with uh, more like add-ons. And I've stuff been like thinking that. of like you know G- put it. I mean, I played. I've played a lot of. No, I would get incubators <laughs> if incubators, I was to get anything. Uh, yeah. yeah, but um, I want to make my character look all right too because we own a lot of gyms. You know. I'd like to like stand out in some way. I guess your Pokemon's that, you know. Yeah, if you could, if you could buy like a cool costume or something, or if you could earn a costume from beating gyms. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the speculation. Like, what what is Pokemon gonna do to so, keep people playing? My first thing about it before it even came out was like, all right, you catch Pokemon, I get that, but like, what? 
do I fight with other people? Like, what do I do? I couldn't really get a firm answer. Everyone said, you take them to gyms and you train them. And I was like, what does that mean, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all right. That, there is a bit of gameplay there. You can, like, dodge. And there's some strategy. And that's actually my favorite part of the game, which I don't know anyone else who likes that. A lot of my friends, like Elbert, is just saying, I'm just going to catch them. I'm never going to take them to the gym. Right? I, I like just walking around and catching them. Yeah. I like that, too. Of course, I like walking, you know. But, like, the game, I don't know. I'm going to explore anyway without the game, you know. I guess, yeah, the gym battle stuff to me is cool. I like, for me, my work is a gym. And I know, like, I've, you know, I work with kids. So, like, once school starts, I'm really excited to, like, every day at the end of the day, I'm sure it's going to be, like, who's at the gym? Is, yeah. it, is it Mr. Neil or, you know, is, is it Bob from class? Like, yeah. I think that's going to be really They might fun. not know it's you, and they might just be like, who is this guy that uh, keeps popping up? So Liz put her name in, in it for that reason. I don't know if it was for that reason. We had a friend saying, like, what are you doing? The kids are all going to see our name. And she's like, yeah, I want respect for owning the gym. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, mine, mine isn't my name. I'm, I'm going to tell them. If I'm doing well, I'm going to tell them, I yeah. guess. But, yeah, the gyms I like. You know, we, like I said, the gyms flip over really fast. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you can tell. I do like that, yeah. If you're near one enough. But because we're there, we can always, like, we're sitting and looking at it. Where we've had one for nearly 24 hours, you know, we felt really proud about wow, that. Like, yeah, we went to bed, really we woke up, we couldn't believe it was still there, and we woke up, and then all day, we're like, someone took out the bottom guy, threw another guy in, you know, and uh, it's really, our house is almost there, too. So we got to get, like, this one corner of our house, and it's really ridiculous. But, <laughs> uh, I wish you got more for that. We have some sense of pride, yeah. you know, but, like, the gyms, I feel like, are underutilized. There's a lot of underutilized things. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's what's going to keep interest in this game. Mm-hmm. When I, fir- I was the first day I played it, I came home and I was like, "This is fun. Yeah, this is going to be fun for like a week." That's right? exactly my and um, too, yeah. and as I've been playing it, I think that there's more longevity there. I think so too. I think that um, this think game I, is going to be I fun think for a, a little while. hours a day every day. I think it's about a month. Yeah. Right now. I think, yeah, I, I'm gauging about a month as well. However, once, so people, once people start trickling in more Pokemon, so like if you get more Pokemon, yeah. once you start, uh, when you defeat a gym, your uh, lower level Pokemon maybe like a level 1 gym or something maybe they get a bonus like maybe their CP can go up higher or something yeah. like that something like that would be give motiv- people motivation or maybe e- gyms could have like a, a, a accessory that you could get like a watch or your, your yeah. avatar or something um, those that's coming your avatar customization that's coming it's got you know yeah. um Trading is confirmed. I know that as well. Uh, tra- yeah. Trading would be cool. You know, like my wife gets a bunch of one cool thing. Like we, yeah, you should be able to trade. I really want a pure versus pure fight. I don't know if that will happen because I think that might be too confrontational. Honestly, like you and I are here in the same location. Can we like fight Pokemon? Especially in Japan, I think that would weird people out because uh, the stereotype, right, well, is that you're non-confrontational. Arcade culture for the longest time. I mean, if you go into a, a Japanese arcade, the Street Fighter machines are not face to face. Yeah, you're not playing side by side. Yeah. You you're Maybe. playing uh, so that you can't see your opponent. They're yeah. on the opposite side of you. So um, I, I don't think people would feel that comfortable with that, yeah. um, especially if they go to a park where there's only one person sitting. But now, have you been to the parks where you're gym battling and you like? We've been oh, the ones yeah, where they're, yeah. they're small enough where it's like, 
yeah, those yeah, are the people the I'm ones, doing the gym with. Battling the gym. But yeah. typically, they're like 12 years old, and like I think they're just like more enamored to see a foreigner or something, you know, than, yeah. than anything else. Uh, it hasn't been as awkward as I thought. It's more kind of like, oh yeah, ha ha, like. Yeah. yeah, I think that maybe they could go the route where um, instead of doing like a battle, like the the tapping battle, they could do something a little more thoughtful. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I would prefer personally the RPG yeah, yeah. Um, role playing style battles. Mm. So if they were able to add some some sort of functionality, there was actually like that, a little more to it good. than I even expected. Like the long hole, you know, the special. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When your meter builds and stuff, which can, is really you can cool. swipe yeah. the dodge and stuff. Like, yeah, there is a bit of a rhythm to it. And I've, I'm not real good at the swiping to dodge. I used to I not get hit. I used to not go to gyms because I, I was just like under level and I thought I was gonna get destroyed. And then you encouraged me to start going. And that day I went, and I won a bunch of gyms. Even though I was like, first of all, you get to use like a bunch of people on one, one or two guys. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of gives you an advantage. You have to beat the gym multiple times to take it over, um, but yeah, yeah. If you have, there is some strategy to that. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's a decent battle system. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a good battle system. Um, here's the funny thing: like a lot of reviews and stuff, and like we're kind of, the game part of it isn't you know it's pretty average, not that great. But I've had more fun playing this than anything I can remember in a really long time. Yeah, and. We had a couple of days of like genuine excitement. Yeah. Like, and still, if I if I ask my wife if she wants to go to the park tonight, I'm sure she would want to do it. Well, I think part of it for us too is just like having our our wives or friends who wouldn't maybe normally game like be on the same level, or that's awesome in itself, you know. And so there's that part of it too, right? Yeah. But I, I think even without the social element, um, just. Yeah, just playing this game and catching them and showing off, you know, your Pokemon. Like, you got a Snorlax early on. Still to this day, I've been waiting to talk to you about it. Like, how did you get... It's like over a 1,000 too, right? Yeah, so oh, I'm 900 and it's going to be over a 1,000 when caught I get it. candy. What level were you at when you caught it? Uh, I think it was 950-some or something like no, that. What, le- what level were you, like 10? Uh, I was like 9 or 10, yeah. yeah maybe 10. Because I'm like a level 12 or 13 now and... Uh, I think I have one guy who's like 800. So I'm not, that's crazy you caught yeah. one that high then. I, I was just, uh, I mean, I was at a park yeah. that had like a million. This is my favorite Pokemon, going, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And um, yeah, catching him was really awesome. I saw him, I was like, that's a Snorlax. Did I just, get she got one too, yeah. but hers is only like 500 CP. But or it's something. the same time, right? Same time, yeah. 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 So it's they, fun playing with another person. Because like, they pop up some, at the same time. 90% of the time they do, but there's sometimes where they don't. Yeah. And it's, can be like you get jealous you know you're like oh you got the ghost or, pokemon or the cp is like way higher sometimes too and it's like what yeah yeah oh man yeah I've, I've been super jealous of that one and i always feel like i'm not doing well so i'm like matt i know he's got like a <laughs> near thousand that early on yeah i got a porygon recently and that's one of my favorites that's what does he poly- look like polygonal um duck Ah, uh, I think yeah. I had that one, yeah. Yeah, uh, I got that guy. I was pretty happy about that. Uh, he's one of my favorites. Mm. I'm really looking for a Magmar. That's my favorite Pokemon. Bad with their names. Uh, what does he look like? He's, he's a fire duck. He's like mm. a duck that's on fire. All right. Um, see. So, yeah. Slow bros. Yeah, slow bros. Slow bros like are great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, the time where we just put off a... Or slow pokes, I think. Slow, slow pokes, yeah. yeah. We put off lucky eggs. And there's like six lures and put off an incense and just going around like walking in a circle, you know, and with a bunch of other people, it felt like, I don't know, 
some weird experience, you know, just walking in circles with all these people and, like, leveling up so fast and so many Pokemon. The thing was going in slow motion. Stupid Zubats. I hate Zubats. Yeah, all in my way. Yeah. And, uh... But seeing, I saw you beat a gym with a Zubat. Uh, it was, it was a Go-Bat. Oh, Go-Bat. Go-Bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you must have a lot of Zubats. Oh, That's probably yeah. why I ate them. Um, but... At that moment, I was like, man, this is, this is kind of, like, stressful, but so fun and so cool at the same time. And it's such a cool new experience, and I'm just so glad, like, to be here. I, I think if you're back home, you get it too, but uh, I think the concentration of people and seeing other people playing and stuff is it's pretty cool. And when you tell people that you're really into it, it's kind of like a divisive thing I found. I don't know if you've got to talk to many other people about it. No, that's uh, my usual... Um, uh, I don't know gaming habits. I don't usually talk to non-gamers about my uh, my like gaming this, habits. Why? Well, like we've been running like because it's so you can't really hide playing Pokemon Go. You know, like we've run into people in our neighborhood and they're like, what are you doing? And we always have a, ba- a baby strapped onto us too, which makes it probably even funnier. You know, we're, like, oh, we're playing Pokemon Go, and a lot of people. So we were saying there are older people who are playing it and stuff, but there still are people who are like reluctant gamers. You know, and I've had some people definitely like give their spouse a look or something you know when we told like, them oh, and Pokemon definitely uh, some judgmental like really isn't that for kids you yeah. know kind of thing yeah but I mean it's it all depends on you know I I mean I guess if you're you're into games or not you yeah, know and yeah, I think yeah. I, I mean now I think the world has proven that the majority of people are into games yeah. you know uh, it's great I'm glad to see that like new people are picking up um, Pokemon too I think the original Pokemon is a terrific game and I think it's a testament to the design that I've they never did all 150. The character designs I've never liked. Like I said, I like Snorlax. It took me a while to like. Like I played a couple of games. I was like, all right, this guy's kind of funny, you know, like this fat dude who's sleeping all the time. Yeah. But like, I kind of like like some Pokemon designs now. Like I get excited. Like uh, I like the Magikarp. I just think he's funny how he's always on the side. And I kind of think like they're cute and cool, like decent designs. But before I always saw it, and I always thought like, um. It's kind of like the Japanese anime design I don't really like, you know? Yeah. I've always liked Pikachu, too, actually, for especially being as popular as he is. I, I think he's kind of cool. Um, oh, but Squirtles and Bulbasaur. See all that and stuff when you see before, that stuff it didn't do it for me, yeah, but yeah. I kind of am, like, liking it now, yeah. you know? And uh, there's a the Pokemon Center here? What are they called? The place up in Numeda. Have you ever been there? A Pokemon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a center? I think it's yeah, Pokemon yeah. Center. The Pokemon They're Center. They're pretty rare, so. and I've gone before, and I was, I was like, mm, I don't know, man. All right, let's get out of here. I kind of like want to go and like look at some of the stuffed animals and get stuff. Get a stuffed now. animal for all. So, uh, it's it's definitely uh, it's, maybe a I might be a convert soon. Yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of good to be had in, from mm. Pokemon. I, I think that um, I think that the uh, hopefully Pokemon gets a, a NX release. You know, yeah, the new Nintendo everyone. system's coming out. Um, you know, and it's uh, I think it's time for a full fledged like. Pokemon RPG. I don't know what they've been waiting for all these years. I mean, maybe that's what they need to do is they need to separate like the the handheld experience to um, these the phone games, yeah. and then the um, do the RPG experience on this new handheld, which or it might be a handheld. Apparently, slash, it's yeah. gonna be both. Yeah, yeah, but uh, which is cool. Then yeah. they could do more with it. But um, to have like a really good Pokemon RPG, I think it's. I had a friend, Russell, uh, who I went to school with, and um, he was in college, and we used to talk video games. He was my gamer friend. I'd go to his house all the time, and we'd always talk, like, 
what game do we really need? And we would always say, yeah. Like, if you did the original Pokemon with the all 150 of the, of the original ones and you set it in a 3D RPG world and you were digging through the bushes and stuff, mm. that's, like, the next best thing to, like, what we're doing now with this, yeah, you know, yeah. um, the Pokemon Go. Like, if they were hiding in trees and stuff and you had to go seek them out, um, yeah. I would love a game like that. Now, hopefully, Nintendo gets around to doing it. I don't know if they could do, like, the Pokemons that they've been doing after this game has hit and it's been such a such a big um, yeah I mean blockbuster for you know the Pokemon company mm-hmm. I mean uh, I heard that the news that Poke, uh, people are finding out that Nintendo didn't make Pokemon Go it was Niantic and um, uh, the Pokemon company which isn't owned by yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they pulled their stocks from Nintendo yeah when Pokemon Go first came out Nintendo stocks went through the roof yeah but when they realized Nintendo was hands off on the project, the their stocks plump, are starting. Yeah, they to plummet still again. get money from it, right? From like licensing and stuff like that. I'm sure. They I'm do. sure they get something, but um, but it doesn't really matter. But I think you know, I, I think this is going to send a big message to Nintendo that they when they do publish the next Pokemon game, you know, through the Pokemon Company, um, they they do it right. I think. Uh, for me, the most exciting thing about this, besides, like, the phenomenon and seeing, like, Japanese games, normal people back home talking about them again, is, like, the potential for games and that, yeah, this this idea of, like, exploring a city with your phone and getting you to go out is awesome. And the game is far from perfect. You know, it's great, obviously, but uh, there's so much more you could do with that. And I hope other people, whether it's Pokemon, like, the sequel or some expansion that comes out for it, or just other people copying it but taking the idea further like anything else I'm uh, really excited I have about a, the future of these kind of games you have some ideas yeah I have a I, this yeah. is not this is a prophecy yeah. that I for, I'm foreseeing right. right now it's coming to my through my third eye yeah um, let's go people don't realize I have a third eye you're looking, looking at, at it right it. now yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like Dragon Ball <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, so what I see is a Dragon Quest game yeah. in Japan that, where you could catch like the Dragon Quest monsters, like a Dragon Quest monster catching game. Mm. I foresee I this yeah. happening before the same time. I mean, we recorded this next year, before summer. Uh, one next year, year from now. Yeah, one year from now. Well, I think we kind of talked about this by text. Now I told you it was like they pretty blatantly copied Minecraft. Yeah, you know? Square co- will copy so, anything. Yeah, so it's not out of the realm. They'll yeah. do it just to because they know the Japanese market will pick up it, whatever yeah. they well, we, we would pick, We would pick it up. Oh, man, yeah. day one. And from what I've heard, they've done actually kind of cool things with that Minecraft, with the builders. Yeah, game. I want to play so, that game, yeah. So I think they, they're not totally lazy about it. I think they do. I might pick that up if it's released when I'm home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be October, though. I don't know. Yeah, I just see, like, I don't know. Yeah, actual more like gameplay built in with this whole city exploring thing would be yeah. really really cool. But anyway, I don't know. I'm pretty much I've said everything I have felt. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, thanks for listening as always. Uh, well, you know, we're happy. Uh, we did have a, a review, uh, which we should read actually. Really? So yeah, why don't this you give some of our other? Yeah, uh, this is exciting. I guess. All right. So last time Matt made an ultimatum, he said, uh, if you review us, even if it's a horrible review saying how much you hate our guts, we would have to read it on the air. So I kind of hope it's negative, to be honest. 
just to see uh, Matt have to read this. Anyway, uh, we're on every all the popular social media sites: uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We've been having a, a lot of people yeah, um, we're a finding us through popular, Instagram. Finally. So if you found us through Instagram, you know, thanks a lot. You know, yeah, we uh, try. We to appreciate all your likes, and puts, uh, we don't post them up every day like some people. You know, or maybe more of a once a week. We put up some Pokemon Go videos. Uh, this is a lot of times our episodes are like two weeks behind, or sometimes even a month behind from when we record them. But we're kind of trying to like hit, uh, you know, the Pokemon fever. So by the time you hear this, it'll just be a couple days after we recorded it. So go check out our Instagram and see some of those videos. We have videos of people playing in Japan. If you want to see how crowded these parks are and what they look like. But yeah, we're at Japan 2.0. Uh, you can spell it out like P-O-I-N-T. Or you could just write Japan 2 decimal <laughs> zero if you want. Uh, we have a web- website too, like a blog. I'm putting a ton of unique content up there. But if you want like some pictures or you want to look at the show notes a little more um, easily than just looking at them in the podcast app. Or maybe if you're on Android, I don't really know, to be honest, if you can see our notes on there. Go there and we have all these notes where we have things spelled out and written out for us. You have this for you? Yeah, I'm all ready. Right. I'm ready. So who, who is this by? Uh, this is by um, Hello Kitty 1001 All right. And the review is uh, the best Japanese podcast out there. These guys crack me up and always drop new knowledge about Japan. Yeah. Well, that was really awesome. That's a good one. Huh? Yeah. Zero, well, zero stars out of five? Yeah. Five, no, five stars. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you, Hello uh, Kitty. Hello one, Kitty. Zero, one. 1001. You're better than 1000 yeah. by, by one. You're probably our biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, anyhow, I think that's about it. So enjoy the Don Quixote song. It'll be stuck in your head all day. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Peace. See ya. Oh